Are you an entrepreneur looking to have your business grow with a little help from the internet? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Pack. Great. Hey, welcome, everyone. Today, we're with Joan Sutkin. Joan has helped entrepreneurs and practitioners use their inner resources along with practical techniques to experience freedom from struggle personally, professionally, and financially. Thousands have benefited from her groundbreaking book, Build Your Money Muscles, Nine Simple Exercises for Improving Your Relationship with Money, and her ongoing support programs. Joan is a prosperity and mindset mentor and a dynamic, inspiring speaker who brings a depth of knowledge plus a huge dose of empathy and compassion for, to her own work. She is the expert, and she's also the Joan Sotkin, when it, when it comes to understanding how emotions learned in early childhood can affect a person's earning capacity as an adult. What did I miss? Nothing. That's good. We're really glad to have you here. So I didn't skip anything or anything, but, but you've been at this for a while. Long right? time. I've been online doing business online for 20 years. Wow. So that's back about when it first started. Right. 1995. And that's okay. when the browsers came out, you know, the web rather than just the the technical stuff, which I never. Yeah. So we, we had moved past AOL and uh, CompuServe. No, we were still at AOL. That's how I found it. I got a a new computer and there was this little icon for AOL and I clicked it and it was like, wow, <laughs> I had been in the mail order business. I had spent $30,000 on postage one year and it was like, and you don't have to pay for postage. And, and that's when I knew that this was the future and I better learn it. And it's, I'm assuming, I know, well, I guess I started about the same time and I know it's changed a lot for me. So I don't know. It must be the same for you. I'm going to. Oh, guess. absolutely. I mean, remember there was no software for building websites and I didn't have any technical background. And I think that I had a book on HTML. The one thing I absolutely could not get is tables. So I would go to websites and if I saw a table, I would look at the source code and I would copy the source code. And then fill in my words <laughs> in a table. And that worked pretty well. Yeah. And it's, it is amazing because I used to do something <laughs> like that. And then the, the people who actually knew what they were doing in terms of coding got smart. And all of a sudden, you couldn't just take pieces of a page because they were calling things from other places that you needed. Right. You know? So anyways, that was a good, it, good while it lasted. <laughs> right. So, so, Joan, today, what would you say in terms of like – uh, the services that you provide, the help that you provide people, what is the um, – like if you, if you were to run into uh -huh. someone, right? You're on the street, walking on the street, and someone comes up to you and says, hey, Joan, I think I've seen you someplace. And a lot of people say that in Santa Fe. It's a small town, and I think I've <laughs> met just about everybody. <laughs> well, cool. And then they say, Joan, tell me, what do you do? Well, I usually say I have a website, prosperityplace.com. And I help people improve their relationship with money and themselves. Now, I find that since a lot of people know who I am, if they need help with their websites, they call me. And I wind up doing more uh, internet marketing consulting than I thought I would be doing while I'm doing the, the other kind of coaching. And I love it all. A lot of people now want to know how to do a podcast. And I know how to do that. So I have a hard time defining what I do. So I usually just say I have a website and, uh, and I give the address and a podcast and uh, and a book. And, you know, I don't say much more than that because uh, 
I actually don't look for that much local business. And is most of your business not local? Are you like different yeah. places? Yeah, I mean, two people, two companies that I'm actually working with two companies now on building up their web presence and they're local. But for the coaching and my my Freedom from Financial Struggle program, that's all worldwide. And I have I have a big following in Australia. Isn't that fabulous? <laughs> it is fabulous. And I find it interesting because, you know, in my own endeavors, um, I actually get a pretty good response out of Australia. Right. Well, when I look at my stats, I'm surprised. First of all, there's like over 50 countries that are represented and people who are listening. And I'm surprised at how many people in China and India and, you know, obvious, the obvious ones are England and Canada and the United States. But the other companies, countries, it really surprises me how many people from other countries are listening. And I just love it. It allows me to live in this wonderful city of Santa Fe, which is a pretty small town compared to cities, and not feel you know hemmed in by the size of where I am. So the, the world for you has become a much smaller right, place. Right, and because I've been online for 20 years, it's like my neighborhood. And I know right. how to – actually, it's like a big city. And I know how to find the right neighborhoods. That's a really good way of looking at yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, it's to me, the internet is just so easy to navigate. And you just have to have a little bit of discrimination and know how to reach people. And particularly now, compared to what it was before, it's really about building relationships. And you just have to find out where the people are that that you want to build relationships with. So, And how do you go about doing that today? Well, I mean, I, as soon as... As soon as Facebook was was available, remember, Ma- Mari Smith had been on my mailing list. She's a Facebook expert. And she sent me an email and said, Joan, you have to get on Facebook. And I say yes to a lot of things because I, I'm, I'm an early adopter. So I'll try anything. And I got on Facebook and it didn't mean much at first. And it took me a couple of months and I finally decided to play with it. it took me a while to get on Twitter and and so I, I do it slowly, but like I on my profile, I've got twenty five hundred followers and or friends. And on my page, I've only got a thousand followers. But it's an if people are volunteering to do it, that's a thousand people. That's more than I can put in my living room. And, sure. You know, yeah. yeah. And I, I always find it funny, like how many people. Do you really need – like for your business to to move forward continually, how many people do you need to have active and as customers? It's not a big number. And and I ha- – you know, my topic is a fairly niche topic. So I'm not looking for 100,000 people on my mailing list. The fact – I only have 10,000 people on my mailing list and there's probably 2,000 to 3,000 that are – that actually open all the emails and that sort of thing. And that's plenty for me at this point. That's a lot. Right, well, and – yeah, at one point I had a hundred thousand people on my mailing list. I mean, in the beginning it was it was really easy to get people to sign up. It was it's like when I used to do um I started doing teleclasses in two thousand and three. So that was you know, long that was in the beginning of teleclasses. And I used to charge ten dollars for a teleclass. And it was so easy to make a thousand bucks. You know, just a uh, hundred people would sign up because there was there wasn't any Anyone, there wasn't people uh, pr- promoting free webinars and free courses. And it, it, the old days were a lot quieter and a lot easier. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I'm so glad that I got on early because I'm not a techie. And, but I am good at learning things. 
and and so I was able to learn HTML, and then I went to Dreamweaver, then I went to WordPress, and, and I wound up building sites for other people fairly early on because. As soon as I got online, I said to everybody who I met, you got to get online. <laughs> and they would say to me, oh, I don't think I need that. The same thing happened with social media. Oh, I don't think I need that, right? And so I'm pretty good at recognizing trends online and and helping people with it. So what's the trend now? What do you, today, what are you telling people, oh, this is what you need to look into? Well, that depends upon the topic. I mean... Uh, right now, I'm helping someone in the wedding business. Never, th- I have seen okay. more wedding dresses in the, last, in the last two weeks than I ever needed to see. I'm helping them put together an integrated program. What I'm finding, and this is, I don't know how to overcome this. What I'm finding is there are an awful lot of people building websites and giving advice who don't really know what they're doing. And it's like web developers, and I'm sorry for those of you who are listening, but web developers don't necessarily know the mail order business. And the web mm-hmm. is the mail order business. And if you don't know, now normally when a person goes to a web developer, the web developer asks the person for copy. Sometimes they'll provide copy. But you have to really know about direct response copy in order to write uh, an effective website. I can't believe how many websites don't have a call to action on the bottom of the page or have long paragraphs as if people are actually going to read the copy. It doesn't work that way. They haven't done eye tests on on eye movements on on how people use the site. And there are people who are giving advice to newbies. Newbies don't, and I say people who don't have a, a site yet or people who have a basic site and they want to expand, they don't know what they don't know. And so they don't know what questions to ask. And so I particularly, what I like to do is act as a consultant so that I, I can help people ask the right questions for, their, for, for what they're doing. And if they're putting together an e-commerce site, for example, what platform do you need to use? Can you go with a WordPress e-commerce site? Do you have to use Magento? All these things that people don't even know exist. And then they have this fantasy that if I have a website, I'm going to build my business. When the website is just the, the beginning, it, you have to really understand email marketing and social media. It's not like the old days where there were only 500,000 websites and people were so anxious to look at whatever was out there. And we used Lycos and Alta Vista as a search engine. And, and it was, I mean, everything was easier. And and this idea got started. There's even ads on television now that indicate if you have a website, you can build your business. That's crazy. And yeah. and so I see myself when I work with clients is educating them. The, the wedding thing that I'm doing now, they built a website and they didn't integrate it with their brick and mortar shop. And, and they were using someone to build a site who put it on one of these DI, do-it-yourself places and and he's 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 not a business person. He wasn't their cousin Bob. Was he? <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, that's the one I love. Well, my son, actually, sons are usually better than cousins because the young people know a little bit more than the older people. <laughs> and I, I'm just amazed at the fact that people are trying to build a hundred thousand dollar business using the kid next door to build a website. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. 
when they think that it's going to be key to their growth. Right, or right, their right. And you do have yeah. to have a website these days. And even if it's just a brochure site, because people will check on the web be, before they make a purchase. Because, I mean, there's so I mean, that's what's hurting all the brick and mortar shops is that everybody goes to the web. But um, like I, uh, this other site I'm working for, I asked them to give me uh, a chart with a comparison of their products to other products in their field. And, and so the first one they did, they, they put the name of their immediate competitors. And, um, and then he said, maybe we shouldn't use their names because I don't want to advertise another site. I said, this is the internet. People are not going to buy from you without checking all the other sites. So be proactive and answer the objections first. This is an insurance company that actually does that for you. They'll like give you, they'll like compare all the the quotes from oh, different really? companies. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Here, yeah. Here it is. We'll do it right, all, all right. for you. Yes. Yes. And and you yeah, have you like, have to do not? that. And and if it says it, and and the other thing is, people often try to uh, uh, compete on price with large corporations. You can't do that. You have to offer some kind of boutique service, some kind of special kind of customer service that's going to differentiate you from the big corporations. You can't compete on price. People just, they get these crazy ideas that, uh, you know, I can compete on price with, and they haven't really done a complete financial for their own business as to how many units they have to sell. And when they when they figure out the cost, they're really just figuring the cost of goods, not the cost of, of the back end, that sort of thing. So, which is where my knowledge of money and finance comes in. And there are so many people who go into business and they don't know how to pay attention to their money. No wonder so many small businesses go out of business quickly. So, so how do you, like you engage, someone engages you yes. new to, to help them with that. So they're, they're a small business owner. They're just getting started. They've got some money coming in and they engage you. What does that look like? Well, we sit down. I, I need to find out what they need. If I'm doing something for the web, I'm going to say to them, what is the purpose of the website and what do you hope to accomplish with it? And they'll say, oh, I want to make $100,000. <laughs> I'll say, no, what do you want people to do when they get to your site? Oh, I want them to buy my stuff. So you know what I'm saying? I know exactly okay. what you're saying. So I have to make it clear to them that you have to have a way of collecting email addresses and a way of developing a relationship and a way of differentiating yourself. And it's a process. I mean, it usually takes a, a, an hour to at least of just talking before we get to where we're going. Because, and that's, that's where, you know, I like to start with someone who's willing to pay me for the talking part, because that mm-hmm. to me is really important. It's, is it, do you think that's where the value is? My, my the knowledge, my knowledge. I mean, I've been online for 20 years and I have been making my living online for 20 years. There aren't a whole lot of people who can say that. In 20, and I'm a smart cookie and I learn a lot very quickly. And I'm bringing a huge amount of knowledge to the table. If, if someone wants me to look at something, I'll do research for them to find out who else is doing what and what they have to do to compete. Whereas most web developers say, bring me your copy and I'll build you this lovely looking site. And it's not it's not the graphics that sell, it's the copy that sells. To me, I'm always frustrated with the people who skip I just lump it all under. They skip the marketing piece. 
a website is marketing. <laughs> right. It's a that's a piece of the marketing, but it's like a delivery mechanism, not the like. What are you trying to sell? Right. right. Are you and to sell? I love so, it when I go to a website and it says the first sentence is, "We are." Soon, you know, the first word is "we," and or yeah. or my favorite is. Welcome to our website as the first headline, right? And I probably did one like that sometime in my life. For, you know, I was in the mail order business. I had uh, a crystal business. I was selling crystals and minerals for healing and meditation nationwide. I was the first person to do that. I had a line of stones called Jones Stones that were in 600 stores. I was mailing out 50,000 catalogs at a time, and I was grossing over in today's money, $50,000 a month. So I think I know how to do mail order, which is, and most people don't realize if they're selling something online, it's the mail order business. Yeah. It's that the whole direct, direct, re- marketing. direct response marketing. Yes. And, right, exactly. and not everybody is a buyer there. You know, just because a person attends a webinar or listens to your podcast doesn't mean that they're mail order buyers. I really learned that lesson early on. I, I used to buy lists because I had to mail out these catalogs that I was producing. And uh, that's why I love the web. You don't have to print 50,000 catalogs. Must have saved you a ton of money when the web came along and became right. effective. Right, in the beginning. Now it costs more because you have to have lead pages and you have to have infusions often. I mean, the software starts, the back end starts costing a lot lot more now. Yeah. Um, what was your question? Do you remember what the question was? No, no, <laughs> no. You were t- you were talking about the the change. So when you you were sending out, I think you said like fifty thousand catalogs at a time. 50, I never okay. saw them. I would have them printed, delivered to the mailing house, and oh, the the list. Oh, so I used to buy lists. So I bought a list of crystal seminar attendees. That would seem like the right list, right? These are people who buy crystals, right? right? It was the worst list I ever bought because they were seminar attendees, not mail order buyers. And there's a big difference. Right. And I think you just hit on one big, huge, huge, that distinction. And it's in one word, the word buyers. Right. And it's like podcast listeners, they're just radio listeners. They're not necessarily people who want to buy your goods. And, And when you go into a podcast, you have to have a different kind of goal. You can't say, well, if I have you know, 10,000 downloads a month, I should be able to sell blah, blah, blah. No, that's not true at all. It's really just you're getting your name out there. You're getting, letting people getting to know you. And I find the, the response rate. And then like I went on one of the biggest webinars and I – got 350 leads, people who signed up for the bonus that I offered. And that was a pretty uh-huh. amazing result from that one podcast. But they wanted what I was giving away. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to buy something from me. I mean, people have gotten so used to free stuff online that, you know, you're making a big leap to think that you're going to turn them into cash customers. Yeah. And what's too bad with that is, um, like I know myself, I've discovered, fortunately, it's been a while now, which is good, that you, you you get what you pay for, that most of the free stuff is – there's a reason well, why it's free. Well, not necessarily because there's a new trend. Give, uh, give away the best you got. I mean there's a lot of people who are doing that. I mean mm-hmm. people are just trying anything because they're competing for the same dollars. 
And so there is stuff that's being given away free. That doesn't mean the people who give you their email address are going to buy anything. Turn, okay, I got it. Well, I've been lucky then in my experience because the day that I stepped up and had to write it, well, it was a credit card, but pretty big yeah. payment off to somebody to join their coaching program. It was really well worth it. Okay, and, and hopefully that's true. And and I pay for coaching and I pay for help, but I, I like it when it's tailored for me. I've learned that I don't do well in a group program, even though I offer a group program. I mean, people tell me they, they can't, you know, a lot of people who come to my site are financially disabled. And so it's an interest, an interesting they think term. they can't afford anything. So I have to have product for that group of people. And now I'm working much more with people who are already successful and, but they aren't happy. They aren't, they, they're still dealing with all that stuff that's coming up that they, you know, the emotions that are getting in their way. And when I use that word, you'd think I'd have more female clients than male clients, but I don't, I have more male clients because they understand that they're uncomfortable. And what I love about working with men, they say, this is what's going on. What should I do about it? You know, and they just want a solution. You tell them what you think they should do this week, and then they come back the next week and they say, okay, I did it. Now what should I do? So I really like I like people who are very results-oriented. Um, Joan, we've talked a lot about a lot of the stuff that does work for us. What's a time when all this internet, you know, harnessing the web didn't work for you? Didn't work for me? I, I did not okay, work. So uh, but it's never just the web. I mean, I built a website that's still available called NewMexicoNaturalHealing.com. And uh, it was, I had this bright idea of creating a directory of healers, uh, you know, alternative uh, practitioners in New Mexico, because they're all over the place. Someone said to me, how are you going to find them? And I said, look to your left, look to your right. <laughs> and, and I had a, 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 a gathering. I called it a gathering of healers and 60 people sh showed up and, and 25 of them signed up to be listed in the directory. And we did it where we were writing the copy for them. And it was really fabulous. And I was told it was a great idea by the person at the small business development center and the guy at score. And I had a coach and I, I, that was going to be my ticket to retirement. Right. <laughs> then, then I started working with the healers and, um, these are very right brain people who I, I say they talk to God and they can't count. You know, they're very right brain. They don't know. They don't know they're in business for the most part. Number of the people who did sign up have big businesses, but there was so much to teach. And I'd send them a questionnaire so we could write the listing for them. And it might take three weeks for them to send back the, the information with a lot of prodding. And the prodding cost me money because I had a person who wanted to get in touch with them. So the mistake was my not understand my not my getting advice from people who didn't really understand the web, and at this point, at that point, this was uh, eight years ago or so. There weren't enough people who knew, how, you know, certainly not locally, who could advise me. And I thought people who knew about business could advise me, and, and it didn't work that way. So it, I didn't know what I didn't know when I got into the business. I saw I didn't like working on the business that much because I didn't enjoy 
having to herd the healers. <laughs> and that was really difficult. So it wasn't anyone's fault but mine. And I also hired a web development company, a very high reputation. And uh, I probably didn't do enough due diligence in talking to people who had used that web developer. It was someone I had known for a long time, and I really liked what her, her work looked like. I had never built a, a large database site before, and she got really behind in the schedule, and it just really screwed things up for me. So it it was my not knowing what I didn't know that was the mistake. The mistake was had nothing to do with the web. No, that makes perfect sense. Makes really perfect sense. I think the um, what's a piece of advice then based like based on all of that that you would give someone today? You know, I think about this a lot because when the people come to me and they've already spent a couple of thousand dollars, didn't get much in return, is talk to someone who's making money online and find out who they used as a source. I mean, like this wedding person I'm working for, uh, one of the people involved is someone I built a site for him years ago and he did really well online. So talk to people who are actually making money online. Don't just talk to the web developers because they'll build you a site. They won't necessarily be honest with you about the results that you can expect. And understand, I had one person who came to me and she wanted to become, uh, she wanted to sell health coaching, but she was a total introvert who was so afraid to connecting to people, uh, to connect to people. She, she had a, a job where she was making $80,000 a year, um, but she, she, she didn't want to have to create relationships with people. And I said, you can't make a living online unless you're willing to develop relationships. What did she do? She didn't call me back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll have that. Right, because I didn't right? give her the answer she wanted. And, yeah, and if cool. you're going to create an online business, you better find out the reality. If you think you can only work a couple of hours a day and bring in $100,000 a year, you're wrong. I don't care what Tim Ferriss says. Yeah, it's, I think I think people should, if they, when they, after they read his book, they should probably take a look at what his own lifestyle right? is like and realize that he spends a lot more than four hours. Absolutely, a week and he may not count <laughs> writing a blog and interviewing people as work. I mean, I don't I don't think I work that hard, but I get up in the yeah. morning and I turn on my computer at four o'clock in the afternoon. I turn it off and I go walk my dog. Um, so I can have boundaries and I can have work-life balance, as they say. Yeah. But um, two hours a day, four-hour work week, uh, not going to work. And, and in those books, it's like uh, one of Harv Eckerd's books where he's talking about uh, getting to be a millionaire. And he says, it, almost a throwaway, start an online business. <laughs> it all makes me laugh. I, I'm sorry that so many people get sucked in. But, um, you know, talk to someone who knows what they're talking about. Uh, John, what's your favorite tool on the Internet? There's tons of things that people can use. What's the thing you find most useful? Well, you know, of course, there's Google Apps. With, you know, I mean, I use Calendar and because and, I do a lot of collaboration. So there's, there's all the Google stuff and Dropbox. And, but here's one most people have probably not thought about, uh, which is key text. This is for people with PCs. Um, I think the one for the Mac is called quick text. I'm not, I don't remember quick keys, quick keys. 
and what it does is like if I write JSS, it it writes jonahsutkin.com. If I write JPP, it writes jonahprosperityplace.com. I can set up templates for emails and things and with one or two keystrokes, get the whole thing typed in for me. So and with that, it's got to be awesome, especially for someone who does copy. All right. But also, if you write, if you write your domain name more than once a day, yeah, okay, yeah. For 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 com, it's control eight. That's it. So it, that's awesome. That's a great tool because I'm gonna like go and check it out because I've been looking. And for it's something. under twenty dollars. And yeah, that something that would help me respond personally to people without it taking all right. the time that a personal response. Right. So takes. I think this takes saves even though it might be two seconds here and three seconds there. It's it, you don't feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, no, because I write. You know, I'm like looking around for. Oh, I know I wrote somebody right. else this. What did right. I say? How right. did I say it? It sounded really great. So if I just did that one time, right? And also, awesome. the, and of course, Evernote helps too. If you're, you know, like people ask me for a 50 word bio or a 75 word bio, and I have them all written out already in Evernote, and I just look up bio, and they all come up, and I can copy and paste. There, right. Evernote is great. great. I don't know how I, you know, I mean, yeah. I save so many articles and uh, share them with people. I, there's so many productivity t- tools online that it just, to me, it makes doing business less tedious. Well, that's an interesting point about productivity because my next question yeah. is about that. What's something, a piece of advice or a success tip that you can give people today listening to this, something that they can implement today before they go to bed? Uh, in order to accomplish what? That's a great question. Let's be specific. <laughs> so, s- something they can do to move their business forward that they can do. Most people need okay. to do. Okay, so that's a, that's got n- not necessarily web related because my, my tip not, is right. that your business is an extension of you, and in order to build a healthy business, you have to have a healthy you. I'm a holistic practitioner. I believe your health, your lack of stress, your ability to think, your all of that is what goes into your business. So there is an internal component to building a business. And if you're not comfortable with your money, you probably will never be comfortable with your business. Interesting. So what should I do today? What you should do today? Meditate for 10 minutes. (laughs) Okay. Get to know yourself. And don't be, okay, so here's the important one. Stop hurrying. Pay attention to your adrenal responses because that's the fastest way to knock yourself out of the picture is to stress yourself. Great. That's awesome. Um, we could talk about another whole time, to- another whole show. We could talk about that. Just taking the time to be and, present. And to what's, what's going, going on. on. And, and, and really getting to the point, you know, I, I say the three things that I think are, are important are letting go, loving yourself and connect. You know, you can't do a business on your own. You have to connect to other people. That's very good. That's really good. So, Joan, this has been great today. And, and I know there's going to be people who are going to want to know more from you and know more, more about you. How do they go about You can you? find me on prosperityplace.com. I've got my podcast there and free downloads. And, and I love to communicate with people. <laughs> I'm the easiest person in the world to find. 
Um, if you Google Joan Sotkin, there are like 48 pages of results. And, and so find me and talk to me. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. Just find me and communicate. Okay. And is, is reaching out to you by email or through, you know, Facebook message or those your preferred ways? No, of having I'm not, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I just like, okay. Connect. So whatever Very they fun. find, right. I have a so, contact page okay. on my websites and yeah, I'm really okay. easy to find. Okay. And we'll put, we'll put that link up on the show notes page so that people can go there whenever they listen to this, that'll be a place they can find that and, uh, okay. and reach out to you. Joan, this has been so great today. I'm so happy that, that we connected and that, that you, you know, agree to spend the time with all of us today and, and share your experiences. Thanks so much for listening to Harness the Web with your host, Steve Fett. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit HarnessTheWeb.net. We'll see you next time.